How about some of that fire that was released yesterday? Joe Exotic on the ball. There's uh, some news company that's just been, uh, you know, uploaded to YouTube. I think it's Gil Bravo. That thing was incredibly made. I loved it. A lot of fun showcasing the Brian McCarthy lies. And even Brian had to get on there and respond. Uh, I'm with Stephen Farmer here, a comic from Austin. Stephen, how you doing? Big MLC fan, right? Oh, yeah. Way back. I'm like the only guy in Austin that listens to MLC, I think. See, doesn't it feel like that in Texas? Like, I, like even around here, I'm like, nobody knows about the, the whole world of podcasting. Not only MLC, but everything up there. It's all like, oh, you know who I listen to? And it's always like, you know, some L.A. shit. It's like. Yeah, exactly. Ito Santino or your mom's part. I was like, I don't give a shit about any of that. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, e like, even if I was talking to one of my friends and they're like, who, who, you know who I listen to? And they're like, what? You, you know what, dude? With Bobby Kelly, be like, oh, cool. So you know a little bit about the scene. But all the podcasts that they say, it's just like, uh, it's not part well, it's of the scene. Like, says it's all a bunch of like lighthearted ribbing. Yeah. You know? It's just like they're joking about each other, but they don't really hate each other. You know, it's not even like at the extent of the old uh, tough crowd where they really were talking shit, even though they were friends. That's what you like about Brennan, because if you're in comedy long enough, you're so used to this high school kiss ass bullshit to hear somebody say what you really think and not give a fuck is so refreshing. Yeah, and it is. And it's refreshing in the fact that he always does it. There's never a tune that's changed. You know, if something happens, he doesn't like it. Somebody goes against his word. He's going to call you out. And it's probably going to be the truth. And it's going to get released. And people are going to hear it. If he's going to call out his brother, then nobody's safe. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. And even when, you know, Neil probably felt like like a rock star being in some mafia movie, which was brutal. It's easy to rip something like that apart. So, it's, you know, it's just like, why would they think about picking that character? So, I guess. He was on an episode of Comedians in Cars, and he was, like, talking from such, like, a uh, an elevated level. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Because he's talking like he's, like, a mastermind of comedy. I don't even know who this is. But right, right. Or this is some genius. And then uh, I listen to Kevin, and he's like, who, why are people listening? He just demotes him so much. Like, oh, yeah, he's just some dude. Yeah, I mean, it is. That's why I was talking to Kevin the other day. I said, I mean, do you really think that Neil is is coming out and and really posting these videos to Twitter himself? I mean, somebody's got to be behind that. That's 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 just crazy to me that he would come out and, and do that himself. He calls out David Tell for not even running his own Twitter. Right. In Tampa, guys, can't wait to be back. Like, like David Taylor would ever post and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like you know the comic. There's a reason you follow him if you're a fan and you know that's fake bullshit. There's a few other comics that do it, and I don't really understand why because uh, even there's a few comedians I'm, I'm big fans of that do it, and it doesn't make me click on those links at all. If they were to personally get on their Twitter and post a link to their podcast, say something funny about it, that would actually make me click on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're, they're running it like they started their own, like, you know, like they're a CEO of a business, like they're delegating other parts of their business so they can right. focus. Well, I bet what happened was, you know, somebody promised them, you know, hey, you pay, the, you pay me this much, uh, I'll tweet out every link, every show, you know, and it, it'll be fine, it'll be good. And at first, you know, they were getting tons of hits, and they probably still are, and they never went and looked at it again. I know from personal stance, if somebody was tweeting my show out like that, I'd be like, what yeah. the fuck? You know, I, I want to say something about what happened on the show. Yeah, but it's almost like it almost kind of makes sense because Twitter seems like it fucks up more careers than it helps. So if you're already doing pretty well and you don't want to just post your dates, yeah. you might as well just, motherfucker, just to, hey, I'm going to post my dates. That's the only thing I'm using Twitter for. 
Because if I actually talk, I'm going to get canceled or some shit. So you know what? You that, that that makes a lot of sense actually. The, the with the comic yeah. that I'm thinking about, because you, you're right, he was established way before Twitter. Why fuck it up now? You know why? Yeah. Like, look, Roseanne got her entire show canceled. And That's they kept, crazy. They kept Roseanne without Roseanne. Yeah. So. There, anybody can lose it all. You know? I know. So, did you uh, did you listen to Kevin's MLC posted yesterday? Yeah. Uh, what do you? I mean, his stance on the whole Stern thing. I don't know if I agree with that. But I don't think shit happens to Howard. Howard's well, so established at this point. Kevin, I don't. No, nothing happens to him. He was the one podcast I know where a white guy was saying the N word without any fear. He's quite, He's kind of. If you want to say one thing that he might have flipped on where he's not as straight as he's always been is his use of the N-word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. He's definitely backed off on that. I know he did because he was scared of losing his Patreon, but uh, he's upset about Howard about using it, I guess. Well, he's not upset about Howard using the N-word. He's upset. Uh, he's not upset at all. He, he says that this could be the end for Howard, like this could hurt Howard. Now that somebody posted a clip of Howard in blackface uh, saying the N-word like five times on a show, which every, any Howard fan knows that. So these people are trying to put out a hit piece on Howard Stern now, which it took years for somebody to finally do. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it, I don't think it hurts Howard in the end at all. I mean, Howard's Howard. That's it. Like, how is it hard to find something? Did you know he did something controversial? Like, that's all he fucking did. He took advantage of, like, people with, like, mental disabilities. And yeah, stuff like they called it the whack pack. You know, you can't erase, you know, memories like that, even if the videos don't exist. Every, you know, somebody in your community was a Howard fan. That's just how big he was, no matter where you live. You know, so. Yeah. It's like, like stories will go on for generations about the shit that he, he got away with and he could have done. So I don't think you know, this little hit piece, it hurts Howard at all. I don't think anything happens to his show. It's because he had to go from one way to another. So before he was challenging the conservative authority. Oh, you can't say these cuss words. Oh, you can't talk about sex. Now you have to worry about the coming from the left. We're like, Hey, you can't say something about minorities and stuff like well, that. So Okay. So yeah, that bothers me a bit because if he had such an influence back in the day, taking on the FCC, taking on, you know, corporate radio, that is uh, conservatism. You know, it, would he be able to do that in modern times with the liberal agenda? Is yeah, he going he he to be able to, to cause more bigger media companies to start fucking cracking down more than they already are, you know? Yeah, yeah. And he had to be like some kind of Nick DiPaolo, you know, Steven Crowder kind of guy. And the reason people give Howard shit is because he used to be like that. And now he's, you know, he's completely the other way about he just wants to be like an interview guy, I guess. Yeah. Know? And I think. I th Old so, I mean, okay, Howard's been doing radio for so many years, a very long time. So the fact that even less than 10 years ago, he was still doing a crazy shit. It was such a quick change. It wasn't like it happened a little bit over time. It almost feels like as a fan, it, it, it happened overnight where he just flip-flopped. You know, here, here came America's Got Talent. Oh, shit. He's getting corporate. Oh, whoa, Jennifer Aniston's on a show. I'm canceling my serious subscription, you know, and that's, yeah, that's what happened to a lot of people. It's, it's just like he, uh, he, he said on an episode, like he just wants to fit in. That's all he wants to do. So if he doesn't, if he doesn't fit in, he just attacks them with like venom. And now that he's actually like fitting in with these Hollywood celebrities, he doesn't want to fuck it up. Yeah. But I do, like, I, do, I, I, you know, I just feel bad for the fans, man, because they have been so support. Like Howard fans are supportive, but at some point, you just got to get it up. I mean, I think it, I think it's sad when I, when I'm scrolling through Twitter and I see, you know, someone who's listening to Stern every day for, you know, 30 years and, and 
they're, they're like, I can't do it anymore. Can't do it, you know? Yeah, but that's why they got to switch over to Kevin Brennan. Yeah, so all Howard fans, the old fans who got tired of his shit, Kevin Brennan is here to stay. He's naming names, all right? The show is fired a fuck up, all right? Aniston, he wants to die. Yes, yeah. Look, I mean, there's... He, he's trashing his own brother. He's trashing co-host. He's, he's got a loyal fan base, just like Howard used to have. You know, this is, this is the next big thing. Speaking of co-hosts, you say Brian McCarthy is the best co-host. He well, listen, this is the reason why, and I'll explain this, okay? A lot of the fans are going to give me some shit. Uh, for <laughs> me, for me personally, when I would tune in to Burning Bridges or MLC when I was, uh, you know, bored of first getting into this comedy thing, I would always, I, I had more fun paying attention to the type of insult and how fast Kevin was just to shut Brian down. And Brian would just sit there and take it. So that's why yeah. the fans started to hate Brian is when he started backtracking or getting mad when Kevin said something like about the kids that one day. Granted, oh. it's, it's not nice to say something about the kids, but he had done it in the past. So why are you getting mad now? You know? Yeah, but now it's hard to go back and listen to him because you know of that Brian. It, you know what? You're, you're right. Like those, are, those aren't the episodes I can go back and listen to, the ones that showcase Brian a lot because, of, you know, I had him on my show and we, we exposed what a liar fraud he is. Yeah, and he so, keeps bringing like sex all the time like it's over like overly perfect like he just turns everything into sexual stuff right. and it's only made by kevin shitting on him yeah and so now when you go so back then when listening to the show it's hilarious that he would say stuff like that but now going back and listen to the show you're like wow a lot of things really were adding up in front of everybody's eyes but nobody caught on you know like brian could be a fucking creep show and i think joe exotic's gonna get to the bottom of it yeah, no, it's like when you're watching the movie and then the twist comes, like, oh, I should have seen it coming. All the clues were there. Exactly. They were right there in front of everybody's face, but he was such a flimflam man that nobody uh, nobody yeah. caught on fast they enough. Make money from the Dos Equis. They're like, how did he make money? But then he always says that he made the money off the porn. Though. Yeah, oh. yeah, softcore uh, pay-per-view. Look, you can yeah. probably make a lot of money off that, but I think pay-per-view stopped being a big thing when the fucking iPhone came out. What year was that, like yeah. 07, 08? And he made it back right at the cutoff. Yeah, like, I, I, people got to remember, this was over 10 years ago, you know. In these modern times with so much technology and shit coming out every day, it, it's hard to remember what, you know, what was, you know, 10 years ago was a, actually a pretty long time. So what has he been doing? How has he made money since? You know? So what I'm saying is, could people even investigate to see even if the softcore porn thing even happened? Could that That's even what, be? Okay, so after Brian <laughs> responded, uh, everybody go look at Dislabeled. Uh, on YouTube, uh, Joe Exotic's channel. There is a video on there of Brian responding to mine. Now, listen, it's incredibly boring to watch. So if you want the good shit, I think it's, uh, I retweeted it with comment talking about how boring it is. Go to my Twitter, uh, try to make it through, you know, if you can. And just look, you know, he's so sad because you can tell in his voice, he's trying to act like he doesn't know who Ski Mask is. Or he hasn't been keeping up with Chad. He knows every fucking detail that's going on with the show. You know, he thinks he's doing himself a favor by uh, telling his four fans, the four people that listen to his show, that not not to mention my name. I mean, come on, man. They tell him not to mention your name? No, but you could just tell by the way he's acting. He was really trying hard not to mention my name. He said, that, he said, uh, he said yeah, it was Chad Zumbach and that guy with a sack on his head. And then, and then Adam corrected him and said ski mask. And, and Brian was like, oh, y y yeah, the ski mask guy. 
It's like, Brian, you did my show a month ago. You know who the fuck I am. It's got way more views than anything you've been on, sir. You know, like, you know who I am. So in that case, yes, I do want to get to the bottom of the next thing. And that is the soft porn industry. Okay, let's let's hit it hard. Joe Exotic, Dominic, guys, let's get after it. The softcore porn industry doesn't want to be associated. We have nothing to do with him. He does not represent our brand. Yes. Yeah, or even like some of the labels that he had claimed to be with. Now, I think some of the naked wrestling can be proven uh, that he was a part of because, you know, he had, there was photographs and shit like that. But as far as softcore, first of all, I don't see how you would make a lot of money off that. What is that, Skinamax that comes on at 3 in the morning in a hotel room? How are you making money off that? Like hotel rooms? Yeah, like that's that, isn't that what softcore porn was on pay-per-view? Listen, if you're paying money for pay-per-view porn, I'm pretty sure you're paying $30. You're going to buy a hardcore shit. You're buying, who's buying softcore? You, know, you, can, you can go rent a PG-13 movie and get that. I don't think they give you a hardcore option back then. Really? I wouldn't know. Yeah. Hey, I'll have to ask my dad. I know he's a big porn guy. That'll be a, that'll be a really fun talk. No, I mean, I, I mean, I ask him all the time, man. You know, we, we talk, we talk, you know, what's up? Oh, really? My dad was a or not talk about any of his past. Oh, really? No, dude. My, my dad's a cool fella. What that cool guy. Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. Episode. Huh? That'll be a good episode. You guys, you have him on here and you talk about uh, porn. I wonder, you know what? That's a good idea. But I don't know if my dad should do an episode. As much as I want him to, I don't think he should. Not yet. You know, I think I'll wait till he retires. And, We're gonna, uh, huh? What's that? Not if he's working at the First Bank of Tyler, Texas, or something. No, but no, no. He's uh, he's a uh, no. It's much larger than that. But I don't. Even, he lives. He lives like four hours away. I'm the only one who fucking lives here now. I moved back to Tyler from Alaska. My whole family moved to Houston. Four hours. Mask from Alaska. What's that? That's where you get the ski mask from Alaska. No, you know what? I do have a ski mask that I bought up there because I remember I was hammered walking down the boulevard in Petersburg, Alaska. And I, I really wanted a ski mask because uh, there was this guy I worked with in the fish factory. We called him the ninja. We were working 16-hour days, and he would show up. Uh, he, he always wore this mask, and he would disappear like an hour later and then come back an hour before it was time to get off, and nobody noticed. It was the most beautiful thing. So I tried to recreate it, and I got busted immediately at the bar. Wow. So you were like, hey, I'm getting a little bored of Texas. What would be a little bit of uh, change of the scenery? Hey, how about Alaska? Well, actually, uh, it was my second time. I, uh, a week after I graduated high school, I was bored. Uh, all my friends were partying, but I started partying at a really young age, so I was already over that shit. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking fill out some random job applications, like, you know, just getting high, whatever. And, the, you know, this company from Alaska called me. They're like, yeah, we'll fly you up here, and uh, you can go on the fishing boats. And after the fishing boats slow down, then, you know, you can work in the fish factories. I'm like, great, that's fine. The most brutal two months of my life, that's where I learned how to drink, learned how to become an alcoholic, you know, because that's all you do. I heard Alaska is full of beautiful women everywhere. If there's not. Go, don't, <laughs> don't, don't go to Alaska unless you have to. No vacations, none of that. They fucking fool you into thinking it's a fun place to go to. It's not. You go to Anchorage, literally the only people that smile in Anchorage are the tourists. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like the opposite of Texas where everybody's smiling at you all the time. Oh, yes. No, it's it, seriously. Like, I, I got back to East Texas yesterday from Galveston, which is even a mean place. I lived there for a year, too. Uh, and it was weird because, you know, like you say, you're going on a small back road, people are waving at you. You go to yeah. East, you might get shot for that type of thing, you know? 
Oh yeah. No, that's, that's what I liked about when I traveled to Germany, nobody would like small talk with you. It was like, this is amazing. I get yeah. tired of that. <laughs> yeah. I, I used to be a fan of it, but now I'm not because I don't want to, I don't want to be approached. I don't want to approach somebody if I'm not in a fucking mood, you know? Yeah. Ski mask will help with that. It does. It does. Speaking of ski mask, uh, one of my first original guests is on the line. He said, yes, I'm, I'm ready to showcase my face. He's been quiet on Twitter lately. I reached out and said, hey, do the show. OVO Cool Cat joins us. What's going on, man? Hey, hey it's OVO Cool Cat here. <laughs> original oh, fan. We, me and Steven, uh, this is Steven Farmer. I'm sure you guys know each other from Twitter. Uh, <laughs> A comic from Austin, Texas. We were just talking about our favorite co-host. Who do you think the best co-host was over the MLC years? Oh, man. You know, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. But honestly, I have to say Brian. I mean, I said the same thing. Steven, now you say who? Lenny. Lenny? <laughs> I said because uh, he, was just, he laughed so hard at Kevin's stuff. And he kind of encouraged him and, uh, and uh, got shit on a lot. But, you know afterwards even though he's all the shit i can go back and listen to lenny episodes it's hard to go back and listen to brian episodes right 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 because i mean maybe because lenny wasn't a liar and, and such a loud mouth and and all those the only thing that bothers me about lenny is the whole leslie jones thing it's a little weird the, the thing about lenny was this the thing about lenny was uh he was good because he was able to get good guests for the show yeah, 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 yeah. He he was able to get real good guests on the show during the Brian years. They weren't able to get like big names, and when I say good guests, I mean like big names, you know. But the thing about Brian was he was just like a disaster waiting to happen every single time. It was like he came in one time and he was just like, "I feel like killing myself today." <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that episode. Telling puns, yeah. So it was just it was hysterical. <laughs> yeah. That, so wasn't that when like he was that, wasn't that the first time he was trying to quit drinking and then like so he quit for a day or two and all of a sudden he wants to blow his head off it's like dude maybe you should just go get a drink you know yeah, he goes off on he goes off on uh fucking carrie caravas and yeah like, yeah <laughs> i was like dude he was an asshole for doing that i'm, I'm trying to get those gals on they're a little slow on twitter to get yeah. back to me most quits he gets pissed off they always take it out on carrie like <laughs> <laughs> the same thing with uh what's his name jimmy, jimmy? martinez yeah 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 yeah, but yeah. What happened to him too? Have you have you have you guys heard anything about Jimmy Martinez with his podcast? It just disappeared. He's not very, really on Twitter. I can't get a hold of him. I'm trying to get him to do the show. I haven't. I haven't seen Jimmy Martinez in like about a month or so. He he like comes like once a month on Twitter. He's like, hey, what's up, beloved? And then yeah. he's gone right after that. He just like, exactly what I Jimmy don't know. That's exactly <laughs> what he's doing. Dang, Stephen, your, your, your mic just cut out just a little bit, but you said uh, that's exactly what Jimmy Martinez would be doing. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not like a surprise. You, know, you mean he just appears, takes off, and comes back out of nowhere? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Artie Lang, you know? What's, I mean, do you, what, what do you guys believe on that whole debacle that I asked Kevin about? I mean, do you guys think Artie Lang's good? Well, I'm more concerned about his mutated penis. Why would, why would his penis be mutilated? They were saying he has like a mutated penis that looks like a vagina. Artie Lang? <laughs> I think that's what a Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, I think it's Harvey Weinstein, isn't it? <laughs> I heard that about Artie Lang also. You know what? They do look, they do look a nose. lot alike. Yeah, his nose just has a lot of resemblance to Harvey Weinstein. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm, first of all, I'm, I'm interested to find out if and where Artie Lang is alive. And then once I figure that information out, I'll find out what's going on with a cock. You know, I think, think he's dead. I honestly think he's dead. Like you know, Do like you Jordan know, Peterson. But, but how would they be dead. able to brush over it that much? I mean, 
Art, the thing about Artie, he ha- he has a lot of people that are close to him and care about him. I, it's just like how how could it slip by everyone? You know, maybe maybe, maybe a coronavirus. You know, they were able to brush it under the rug. I think that's why it's being able to uh, be brushed over is because of the coronavirus. Yeah, kind of like the Houston Astros. You know, you're not going to hear anybody the sign stealing anymore if they ever get the yep. fucking the seasons popped off. You know, they got away with that. Lane could survive anything. He's like a cockroach, man. Like nothing will stop him. They might fuck his nose up or whatever. Might get him fired from Stern, but nothing's going to kill that guy. Yeah, I mean, I as much as I want to agree with that, it just it's odd to me. It's it, I, you know, I started as an Artie Lang fan before any anything else, and uh, you know, I followed him from the Stern Show. And one thing I knew about him, he never goes this long w- without some kind of tweet, some kind of, hey, just letting the fans know I'm all right, especially after just starting uh, a whole new podcast and, and the podcast platform that he was very excited about. It was weird. It's, uh, it all just fell apart. Yeah, how many episodes <laughs> did he do? He, he, did like, he did like maybe like 12 episodes, right, before yeah, he was It just... was good because it wasn't like the Artie Quitter podcast. You could tell he was excited to do it. There wasn't drugs involved and shit like that. And even then, like, I feel like if he's back on drugs, wouldn't a page six have gotten a hold of it like they have every other time? Yeah, I, I, I think they would have. You know? I guess there's just so much shit going on that, like, him getting back on drugs isn't even news. Like, we got so many, like, protests and fucking, uh, you know, corona going around, like, already getting back on drugs. It's right. like, why, who gives a shit? I know, and I would hate like because uh, I'm 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 a, such a fan of him. Like I'm not gonna get an external news source involved. I think I think if the fans work together, we can quietly figure out what's going on with him, and then you know answer our own questions. There's no reason to get Page Six involved uh, in a story like that. Uh, maybe we'll send in information about Brian McCarthy lies. Ovio, we were just talking about how we're gonna get to the bottom of him not actually doing soft porn. What do you think about that? Um. I think he actually did that, and here's why. I, I, again, I'm not really defending him, but I don't – maybe he didn't. It's very possible, but he does have a, a one IMDb credit for that. For, for – is it for soft porn or was it for the wrestling? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's for the soft porn that he directed, yeah. So, okay. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's on, like, that page, but it's the only one because I think he really only directed one softcore porn. He makes it sound like there was a bunch. Like he said, like right. there was this guy. He made, named he made it sound like it's a career. You know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Could he no, have made money to like have like just off a couple of softcore porn? Like, yeah. And you got to think, like I said earlier, that's how many years ago? Where, where's his money come since then? You know, because we done figured out he's not getting Dosaki's royalties. Could he be getting, you know, pay per view porn real royalties still? I doubt it because they, you know, the makers of soft core porn on pay-per-view had to have known back then the technology is going to further and this will eventually phase out. Nobody's going to be buying this crap. Yeah, I mean, porn, there was probably a lot of money in it back in the day when he was doing it because there's no money in it now. You're basically just doing it for the fun of it. But, uh, but still, it's not enough to be set for life from it. And pay-per-view, girl-on-girl uh, girl wrestling is even, like, worse, like, yeah, I don't Only know. One it. each time, so it's impossible. I think it's. I think his wife supports him. I don't. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's what the conclusion I'm trying to get yeah. to. But I mean, because honestly, Stephen, you could probably attest to this. I don't know one single guy personally that would sit down and watch naked girl wrestling. It's just odd. It's just an odd thing to watch, right? It's almost like you'd have to have like a fetish for it. 
you know, yeah, but like, like, like I said, I don't know anybody. So who's really paying for that? You know? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. It's like, it must be like some people just like, they don't know you can just actually get porn. It's like people who get softcore porn are like, Oh, this is the only thing the hotel sells. So I'll take it. It's like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, cause the, you're right. Them. You're right. There is guys out there. Like I said, uh, yeah, yeah, I know a guy personally that only watches the DVDs. He'll, he'll go to the store just to get the DVDs. He's yeah. got a whole stack of them. I'm like, what are you? Huh, what? Be f- because if you ever look for porn, there's always like that oil down wrestling orgy stuff. So some people might just like that kind of shit. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I think the whole thing's weird uh, with Brian. Uh, what are some? Is there? Can you off the top of your head? Can you think of any other lies uh, that we could get down to the bottom of? But- thing is if you're saying like his wife supports him what is she getting out of it if she's with a blind guy that has no money and is an alcoholic and is always going to strip clubs what would she be getting out of it if it wasn't the fact that he actually had the money so i wonder so okay so i wonder if they somehow have a joint royalty where both their names are on it and if they were to get divorced they both lose the cash you know maybe something happened back in the day with that joe exotic (laughs) hint hint you know that could be very possible the thing there's maybe only one other thing that may be a lie is have you ever heard his meeting will ferrell story no (laughs) oh Oh, okay he told a story one time about meeting will ferrell and how he and how he would show up to the saturday night live uh after parties and that's where he met him because i guess he would sell coke over there (laughs) Uh, but that you know now now thinking about it that might be true but the thing about it is the way he um, the, the way he had that connection was he was friends with that guy uh, that that uh, sexually harassed uh, Kesha that uh, that is doing like uh, music uh, yeah. producing yeah. music for like uh, Doja Cat now and all this stuff. So maybe that's a lie. Maybe he will, really wasn't friends with him. Maybe he just like they came from the same area and maybe he said, oh, this would be a good thing to make up because that's another thing. Like Kevin says, there's no way of actually proving it, you know, so you make up a lie and then you make a lie up a lie that's uh, unprovable. See, I disagree. I think there's always a way to prove the lie. We found that out recently. Uh, well, I, I really do. He has that story of how he almost fingered like Janine Garofalo or something. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Story. yeah that's big news. So, so yeah, I mean, I got a little bit of a show going. Maybe I'll reach out to Janine Garofalo and we'll see what's going on with that. You know, maybe a weird phone call. She'll come on with her clipboard. She'll yeah. comedy off reading a clipboard. Oh, boy. How? <laughs> uh, crazy. All right. Uh, let's see. I, I wanted to get into this a little bit because it's it blows my fucking mind. Uh, you guys see Jeremy Piven is charging $15,000 for 10 minutes of a Zoom call with him. Who is paying that? Chad Zumbach. Oh, Chad. Well, Chad actually on Twitter, he said, uh, can I, can I do eight minutes for 14,000? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Fucking Chad, man. That's another thing. Ch- Chad, uh, he said last week or, or not last week. He said the last time or no, it was like actually like three times ago. Cause he's done this show like a billion. He has nothing better to do. He said that, uh, that we're young and that we have nothing going on in our lives right now. Well, here's yeah. the thing about Chad. You know what Chad was doing at the age of 23? What's he was that? just graduating. He was just graduating. Oh, like high college? School. Oh, shit. No, from high school, yeah. 
Well, wow, dude. OVO Cool Cat coming on with that fire, uh, Chad. Wow. What's going on with him and Chrissy Mayer? Like, yeah, I, I'm, doing oh, her, yeah. I, I'm doing her show tomorrow, so I hope everything is still cool yeah. with us. But she what What's that? She seems cool. I don't know what he's got against her. No, she's very cool. I, I think the whole thing is uh, he was on my show uh, last Friday, and he said something in the moment, you know, that, that could have been put off as funny. I mean, Chrissy even responded on Twitter, said, wow, thanks, Chad. And uh, what, what, what he said, what we were talking about Compound Media and uh, what shows should go, what shows should stay, you know, what they need to do with the next step after we revealed Keith the Cop is out and E-Rock's taking over. Uh, he said, yeah, they should just get rid of Chrissy uh, Mayer's show, even though I want to fuck her. And he said it, you know, like in the heat of the moment, right? So then she responded on Twitter. Some of the fans got after it. And then Chad started responding in a more mean, demeaning way, even taking on people such as Mike Figs. He took on uh, – who, who else was it that he was taking on on the, on the Twitter? Uh, I think that was about – No, it was Chris, Chrissy, Mayer, Chrissy Mayer and uh, Frank. Uh, the, Oh, Frank. yeah, Frank Pino Grigio. Yeah, yeah, that guy's cool. I like that guy. <laughs> uh, like, he's always nice. Like, that's one guy on Twitter who's always, like, real cool. And so he was taking him on. I'm like, Chad, what are you doing, man? Like, relax. It's just something you said on a show. Chad yeah. tries to do, like, uh, Kevin. He tries to, like, troll like Kevin. I know. But you don't ever see Kevin trolling he, on Twitter. He's got one foot in and one foot out because he actually wants to still make it, whereas Kevin doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. So then backpedal or he'll like kind of do it and then he's he's too mean and he's not as funny as kevin kevin could be super mean while being even funnier yeah but you, know? you notice with kevin he doesn't come out and do direct insults on twitter he'll do it on the show because it makes more sense everybody yeah. and everybody who has a podcast in the comedy zone knows that sometimes when you're on a show in front of a microphone you may say something you don't mean and even if you do it's 10 times as fucking funny as when you write it out because there's no tone there's no, uh, you know, uh, action behind just writing something on the Twitter. So that's what, you know, it, it'll make Chad come off a, a little worse. And then once people start responding to that, call Chad an asshole, he's going to continue it on. And, you know, we've seen this happen in the past with some of his Twitter interactions. Patton Oswald. Patton Oswald. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think, did Chad block Chrissy? Or did, yeah, Chad blocked Chrissy, yeah. didn't he? Uh, Chad blocked Chrissy. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, I mean, even the... That's the whole thing is Chad had the first direct insult on Twitter, I think. Yeah. And, and, and then ended up blocking. So it's like, dude. Plus, you, never, you never block. Like Kevin even says, like, block. Yeah, is you can't just block. And that's what I mean, though. But he took her on. So yeah. you know, he said whatever on the podcast. Chrissy came back on Twitter, said, wow, Chad, really? You know, you could have made anything funny out of that. That could go either way. And Chad came back with an insult and then ended up doing the blocking himself. It's like, whoa, you know, this is like. You know, I'm not, I, you know, I'm not hating. I'm just spitting the truth. Okay. You don't yeah. block, you know. The thing is, I think they're both kind of pathetic because Chrissy, <laughs> he's been kind of known for being pathetic for like a really long time. Like, sorry, Barry Ribs, but her and that Frank <laughs> guy, they, they, they like care too much about what people think about them. It's like, who gives a fuck? And like, you're honestly like just going after them. Like they could have honestly just chosen to brush off that thing about chat, but they they chose to keep on going and it's just it's just so dumb already and Chad is obviously doing it to please Kevin well so, yeah maybe so but all guys are dumb well it could be the fact that uh the, you know Chrissy knew that it would it would garner traction from the fans because we have gained uh, a lot of traction with any kind of drama that breaks out so why not keep up with it and if you notice in their tweets they're kind of just rolling the wave they're going along with it they're not coming out and directly 
insulting and stuff. They're just saying, you know, they're saying like funny one-liners and shit. And then Chad came back at Mike Figs after one. And he said, you know, he called him a waiter. I think it was. It was, I mean, it was kind of funny, you know, but, but he could have made it. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm talking over my head. You know, I don't want Chad to respond in an angry way, but uh, I like having him on the show, but still you got to know at some point, just to sit back and, and let the fans and, and let, let them have the meltdown. Say what you will on the podcast and just sit back and, and wait for the unfold, you know? Yeah, Chad, Chad and Chrissy and Frank, they're the ones all three taking it all too seriously. I think, uh, I think Mike Figgs is the only one that's joking about it. Well, but Mike Figgs like is always joking. Jokes, yeah. He's hilarious. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, 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 I agree with What do you think about it, Steven? What do you I think mean, about I the whole compound? Like I was just, like, confused on why it was going on, but I agree with uh, OBO that uh i'm just gonna call you by your first name um i feel like i feel like i know you well enough to do that now um, <laughs> yeah same here yeah that uh i think they're all taking it too serious but it's, it's like fucking pro wrestling it's just like oh if this is getting attention we'll keep feuding or whatever so whatever yeah yeah you know, she's they're in a winning position if you look at all the people commenting she's like oh why won't we just keep commenting everybody's gonna keep agreeing with us and, and kick his ass so right right yeah it's just i don't know meltdowns and all that stuff is are funny until i don't know you know i'm always a fan of the twitter drama i really am but when people start responding with uh just direct insults and shit like that it's like whoa you know just sit back a minute and think about that tweet before you send it because <laughs> there's a lot more people that are going to send that sh they see it than, than you think and uh trust me the kind of fans that radio and always has has out there they're going to be quick to screenshot and save it just in case the story really gets deep. They have yeah, the fucking evidence. You can't cover it up. Why delete it? It's going to be out there. And exactly. if you delete it, bitch. So at least double down, you know? Right, right, right. It's, it's, I think they delete it because they don't want to be banned. That's the only reason why. But I, I love it. I honestly love it when people like go directly after each other. I think there's a way you have to do it, though. You have to make it seem like it doesn't bother you. Like Chad yes, and, yes. and Frank Pino Grigio or whatever, they make it seem like it's bothering them. Right. But, uh, but if you do it in, in, a, in a way that's like – like Kevin. Kevin's the main example of it. When he actually goes after people – he uh he doesn't make it seem like it's bothering him and he just goes straight to the point and it's just it's, there's a funny joke out of it it's like the perfect mixture exactly you, you, he, he, yeah. he hits it head on you know he doesn't yeah. bounce around it you know talk about something that happened at the beginning or the end he's going to include it in one punch and he's going to make it short and sweet and normally <laughs> after that he'll he'll say the most perfect statement and when you when someone else responds to it don't expect another response from kevin because he's already said all that he needs to say you know right yeah, I don't get all these people that talk so much shit, then they lose their, then they lose it when you get talk. But it's like he said all the time, like you do comedy, I do comedy. It's like we know those comedians that talk so much shit, but they go, they lose their fucking mind if anybody says anything, or if oh, they yeah. just yeah. yeah, go fucking fragile. They're glass cannons. Right, they can talk so much shit, but if they get a little bit, they lose it. You, it's, and you, you have to be able to hold that back. Sometimes you have to. Yeah, so if you see somebody losing their shit, it's just like. It's like, I can't even respect him as a comedian, you know? If you're going to yeah. be silly all the time, they get all so fucking serious when somebody says something about you. It's like, how am I supposed to see you as a comedian again? Where you're all yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. Like, that's when I lost respect for Brian. And when he started getting mad about something that was said yeah. on the fucking show called Burning Bridges. I was like, dude, you know what you signed up for. You've been a part of it now for a while. Now that you're getting this big head about you and, and, and think you're going somewhere, Kevin says one wrong thing and you're getting mad now on the show? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, that was when he was... Um when he was uh, 
getting off the drinking and all that. But what I don't like is Chad. Like Chad, <laughs> you can't say shit to Chad because like the Brody thing, remember with the Brody thing, how right. we got, it's like you, you, you called into a comedy show and you fucking ruined the vibe of the whole thing when you called in to talk about the Brody thing. Like, yeah, you could talk about it, but you're not even going to allow one joke. Like, I thought you guys were comedians. I thought oh, you were- yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe in an yeah. instance like that or a situation like that, it's best to keep quiet for a little while. Let it blow over. Let all the emotion get out of the way and then call in to talk about it, you know? Because one thing, one thing that I know is true, like Ovio said, if you're calling into a radio show comedy-wise and they got a fan base, the fans don't want to hear it. And when they do, they're going to be making jokes too. So like you're just yeah. setting yourself up to hear what you don't want to hear. I'm going to call into uh, a show called Misery Loves Company and I'm going to get a little too sentimental. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was so dumb. So dumb. It's crazy out here. All right. Uh, shit. What else did we say here? Uh, Ovio, did you see Brian's response to uh, the Dosakis drama? I did. Uh, the only thing I got out of it was he called you an idiot with a with a sack on, and then yeah. after that he just like kind of rambled, and then he was like, "Okay, let's get to our next horrible guest, which was Aaliyah Janine." Oh no, brutal! Of, uh, uh, Jacks. So. You know, those are some of the only episodes I've never listened to with MLC. Is when it was uh, Aaliyah Janine was on with Brian because he would just be googly eyed the whole time. You want to listen? He's nasty too. What's that, Stephen? So if you want to hear the episodes where Brian's at his most pervious, you know, making lots of yeah, you know, these sound effects, then you want to listen to the episodes with Aaliyah Janine. That's what I mean, though. Like I like I couldn't listen to all of them. Like it would weird me out. And I'm a dude, you know. I'd be like at work, like hearing the shit. Like fuck off. I can't, I don't need this right now, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I need jokes. I need angry. I need names. I don't need Brian googling eyed over here, who's drunk, blind guy, who's. Clearly trying too hard. If I wanted that, I'd go down to the local pub and see the locals who were there every night, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's just, is it all because he got sober? If he just would have stayed an alcoholic, it would have all been good? I honestly think it would have been good for a while, but not forever. I don't think it would have been good forever. I think there was, a, you know, as much, if you really look deep into it, or not, actually not even deep at all, if you look at the surface of it, there, it, there was a tipping point and, and it was coming. You know, that's what made the show good is, yeah. Subconsciously, a tipping point. Yeah. saw ways away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to touch on one thing, though. Go ahead. Uh, Ken was on the last episode, Ken Mosca, and I love Ken. But he uh, he has, like, this theory that uh, that Adam is, like, that he needs to leave Brian's show because, um, like, it, it's a loyalty thing, you know? Like, like. He needs to leave because it's like being unloyal to Kevin, you know, and there's something off about it or something off. I don't agree with that. What do you but mean? I will say this. I will say this. Uh, Adam definitely needs to stop doing Brian's show because Brian is actually really shitty to Adam. Like the whole entire time, like lately, he's been really shitty to him. Like he'll tell himself like, uh, you don't know how to take direction really well. Have you ever had a boss before? Like he would tell him stuff like that. And it's just like, and I know he tries to pass it off as joking, but I know Brian is really pissed off and just like whenever like Adam's out of it or whatever, yeah. probably out of it because he doesn't want to hear the same fucking story over and over. Of course, over. yeah, he's probably doing. He's like, "Fuck, I got I got thirty minutes to spare," and that's the real reason why Brian keeps moving a showtime around, not because yeah. he's getting phone calls. It's just Adam's like, "Man, you know, I'll try to squeeze you in. You know, guess what? All right, noon lunchtime, <laughs> get over here. You know, I can do yeah, a I show." At this point, yeah, it's yeah. a hobby. Such a nice guy. He just goes along with it and does his show also. Because you could tell Brian was uh, visibly angry during that response to me. 
and Chad Zumach, uh, he did everything in his power not to say my name. Ovio, would you agree? He knows damn well who I am, you know, after all, you know, the names. He, he did my show a month yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, no. So for him to, him to try to dance around it and not say my name, I thought was hilarious. And then Adam, <laughs> Adam said it, and Brian was just kind of like, fuck, yeah, that idiot ski mask guy. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What was that good name to in snowboard helmet? I don't remember. Yeah. You know, he, he, what, he said I had a sack on my head. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, you got sack for eyes, Brian. You can't see. Well, actually, I don't know. I mean, a few of the fans even said it looked like he could see in that last episode. He was so angry. He wasn't even trying to hide it. All right. So you're saying that we need to investigate to see if he's even blind. Look, blind? I've had two or three fans reach out to me and, and say the same thing. Also, have you, did you see that video that Brian McKenna put out a few weeks ago? Brian was crossing a crosswalk uh, in the middle of a street in Brooklyn, and he was looking straight like he, he knew. I mean, you know, he was looking like you would when you cross a roadway, both ways, kind of a head around him. It doesn't look like a blind guy crossing the street with a stick. It doesn't. It looked like he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah, I don't think he's blind. I think he made up that, uh, that ploy just to uh, make this label. I, that's all it was. It's like he's no good anywhere else so he's just like because this label's been going on since before he was even on mlc but know, it was just yeah. kind of like on hold so he probably did it just to make that show it, it was all it was all a freaking uh, a gag yeah see look this is one conspiracy theory i'm not a fully behind but if the fans could prove it we'll get to the bottom of it i think that it- brian mckenna video is enough yeah go ahead steven I was just saying, like, isn't it because he's not 100% blind? Like, he's got just legally, like, he still has the peripheral vision, so. Yeah, but even then, wouldn't you be taking it slow across a, a crosswalk in Brooklyn? You know, Maybe he's so much, he's got, like, that extra sense or something. I don't know. It'd be, it'd be a really tough thing to lie about that long and get away with, but. Yeah, it really, it, it would be. But then again, he wore glasses a lot, you know. It's, it's, it's rare to see him without the glasses. You know, well, the thing about it is, is that he would show up to every single show, every Burning Bridges and every MLC with a blind stick and blind glasses. So yeah. it's like, where is, why is it only for the time you're going to go to a show? That That's true. Yeah, yeah. Because in all the videos that Brian McKinnon has captured of Brian in public, he didn't have the stick or the glasses. Nope. Ah, yeah. Okay. That's a very good point, OVO. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. Because, I mean, think about this. As many times as you go to work every day, there, you could probably think of at least one day of your life where you forgot your belt. Brian never forgot those items. You know what I mean? Yeah. Always on time. Definitely. Always on time. Never forgot his item. You know, you, some days you wake up and you're in a hurry. You know, you, you overslept. You didn't have a very good night. And you're going to forget your belt or, you know, forget your tie shirt. You're going to forget something. There's no way he just, he's that good. You know, just look at his house. He's got shit laying all over the place. He's got pictures everywhere. It's crazy. <laughs> his three yeah. headshots. <laughs> yeah. now. Huh? You got so many lies to disprove now. You got like a whole bullet point list. You're like, okay, I know, I and we're supposed to be moving on to Neil. You know, we're supposed to be digging up dirt on Neil. So we have two great reporters, Joe Exotic and Dominic. I know Dominic really, really wants to get after all of Brian's lies. So Dominic, if you're listening, uh, these are good points to get down to. Uh, if you guys can retrieve some phone numbers, my mole out in LA. If you can give me some phone numbers to the porn companies, that'd be great. And uh, we'll get to work on it. You know, we'll release another report. What are you trying to find out about Neil? Uh, uh, we're trying to dig up uh, old Neil clips. There's gotta be there's gotta be something out there of him doing something inappropriate before he worked with Chappelle. There just has to, something has to exist. You know what I mean? And now that he's pandering so much that it's embarrassing the shit he posted on Twitter. It just looks weird that he's not about it. So it 
you know, coming from a family, what is Chicago, anything like that, there's no way you're that straight on a line your entire life. Something has to exist. Like, there's, there's shit about me that exists out there. You know, not that anybody gives a fuck, but there is. Yeah, it's just like anytime somebody starts starts grandstanding and being like too like you know virtuous, you know, there's always some shit they're trying to like you know mask. Exactly. No when they start doing it way too much, they're trying to. There's something that's masking because for the majority of people, that's enough. But for MLC, it's never enough. We see right through the bullshit. We're gonna name yeah. the names. We're like, okay, he's pandering a lot. Kevin brought it up first. I started paying attention. Now we're calling on the fans to dig up old clips, information. Call comedy clubs. See if they kept any reels, you know? You never know. You never know what could be out there. The only embarrassing thing I know about Neil before the Chappelle show was he was a writer on that uh, Nickelodeon show, All That. That's the only thing I know about. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that was that was a comedy show for kids. I mean, it, yeah, it's yeah. embarrassing, but... Well, wait a second. Didn't... uh. Didn't Amanda Bynes get in trouble during during that show when it was popular for something inappropriate? Um, I don't know about during. No, it was recently, and then she had her own show, The Amanda Show. I thought so, she got. I, I, I somebody got in trouble on that all that show because it was a popular show that it just fell off. Well, you can't really ruin. I met her. She's like out of her fucking mind. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it'd be hard to. But it'd be. It, it's just. It'd be interesting to be like. Well, was Neil hanging around her then? You know. What, oh yeah. What was yeah, going on? Yeah crazy yeah because i feel like amanda i feel like amanda or she, she's the type of a chick that could just spout off the n-word at any given moment you know so what if you find a clip of her spouting off the n-word and you see neil in the background smiling laughing now that could be information you know well i do know one thing about neil. <laughs> i do know one thing about neil uh don donnell rawlings who was on um who was on the Chappelle show he said that neil was running everything like he was the executive producer so he would run everything and like he would and like one time he was going to be uh they wanted him to be a part of a sketch or Don Al wanted to be a part of a sketch. And Neil was like, no, 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 no. So I think that he would boss around a lot of those black guys over there. At, because uh, he had at power the, at because that because point. He had power. Yeah. So that's the only thing. So I bet you there's a few cast members maybe you could find from the Chappelle yeah, show. Yeah, but that's also a very weird angle because they could be doing it out of anger. So they would have to have full-fledged proof that he did yeah, something. Yeah, it would have to be someone. And that's the thing. There's no one. I mean, Patrice was on there, I think, once. Yeah. He's I mean, dead now. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. He'd call it like he see it. You know, if he, saw, if he saw Neil tweeting out the way he's doing now, I'm pretty sure Patrice would tear that apart immediately. Okay, well, I mean, we'd just love to hear Patrice's opinion on everything going on right now. I know. Now. It was just, like, sometimes you just miss that. I even go back and watch the old Fox News clips, you know, when he says things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, even when my friends, none of them really know about comedy and the, the scene and the history, so I'll pop that shit on my, my TV every now and then. Just be like, check this out. This is what it was like before, you know, you get thrown off of YouTube for saying the wrong word. <laughs> Yeah, back in the old days. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's a that's a long list of enemies. You got you got to bring up stuff about Neil. You got stuff about Brian. Maybe Gary Goldman, since he's made a whole. Yeah, turn. yeah. But then again, with the Gary Goldman thing, there's also uh, I got to be a little careful on that subject because he's a popular comedian. But I'm not saying uh, if the fans were to send me definitive proof of something, I would have no choice but to read it. But as far as me, as far as me just lashing out and attacking, I don't think I'm I'm ready, or I don't think I want to do that until I cover up the Neil and and, uh, and the whole thing with. Uh, yeah, he's. Brian. 
He's doing the best he's done in his career. He's got too many fans. Like, they've come down on you too hard right now. You don't Yeah, have to- yeah, exactly. And, and a lot of the people that I eventually want to have on my show do shows like, you know, You Know What, Dude, and we know what a, a supporter Bobby Kelly is of Gary Goldman and stuff. Now, look, is he an asshole for attacking Kevin? Absolutely. Is he a piece of shit? Yeah. He's got me blocked on Twitter. He's got all, all of Kevin's people blocked on Twitter. But why get into that when I got so much more to get into, you know? But, like I said, if the fans send me some reports – I'll, I'll get. I'll have to get to the bottom of it. I don't have a choice. That's what my show is. We're naming names. Shit, <laughs> lot going on, boy. Yeah, dude. Lot going on. Steve, how's it down there in Austin right now, man? People freaking out. I know it's mini California. I was down on Sixth Street a few years ago when I got in a little trouble. <laughs> yeah. So every time I've ever heard about anybody coming down Sixth Street, it always ends with a random person ran up to him and punched him in the face. Oh, wow. No, I saw a guy get punched in the face. I went down to see a, a Calabri's concert. I saw him at this uh, – it was a small venue. It was called Red something maybe. I can't remember the name of it. But I was down there, and these two uh, girls approached us. because uh, we were. It was me and two of my buddies. This was in 2015. We were smoking cigarettes, and they, they approached us, to, and they said, uh, hey, if you let us talk to you about how bad cigarettes are, we'll, we'll give you these free T-shirts. And it said, you know, quit smoking Texas or some shit like that. We're like, sure. So me and my friend, who's funny, we, we looked at each other and we went through an entire pack of cigarettes while they were, they were talking, just back to back, just putting them out right there on the ground, <laughs> just being dicks. And then I noticed that the chick went to do some kind of maneuver in her protest thing. And she was hot, but when she lifted up her arm, she had a full thing of armpit hair. And so I said something, like, I don't remember what I said, you know, but, uh, but anyways, the girls got mad and they went and got some of their other group and they were trying to follow us. So we just dove off into the venue and said, hey, hey, buy some tickets, then you can get to us. Yeah, I armpit here the first time when I was in Portland, Oregon. I was like, what the fuck? I've never seen that before. Yeah, that, no, that, I mean, generally, I'm sorry that it came off that way, but I was stunned when I saw yeah. it. I was like, whoa, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not expecting that. It's a hot girl. I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, you see it, it, yeah when you see it on a hot girl, like, she's got everything else. Is like she's Everything else is fine. Everything else is perfectly fine. Yeah. yeah. I can't even really grow armpit hair. And then she's got more than me. So. Right. It, it was, there was a lot going on there. It wasn't even like, okay, she's doing this just to prove a point or make a video. Like, okay, I'll, I'll have a little bit just to say, hey, you know, I'm inclusive. It was a bush, a bush of armpit hair. It's like, what? Why? 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 That's like that girl from uh, the 99 Love Balloons uh, music video, uh, the singer of that song. She fucking, uh, she's playing the guitar or something, and she lifts up her arms, and she has, like, armpit hair. That was the first time I saw it. I'm like, what oh, the wow. fuck? I never noticed it, I, I guess, because I, <laughs> yeah. I never had enough time to sit down and watch the video for that. Oh, no, I used to come on all the time on uh, Papa Video. Uh, hey, um, what do you call it? Austin, isn't there some uh, comedian in Austin that wants to uh, fight all of Kevin and his fans? No, he's not. A, he's not. He calls himself a comedian. I don't think he's a comic at oh, all. No, no, no. Or, or a Twitter comedian. Or he's a no. He's not a comedian. He's a, he's a Twitter guy. guy on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. But Have you seen that, Stephen? All the fans. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, let me dude, Let me find it. He's a uh, py- he, he, pyromaniac he, or something. Py- yeah, pyro. Hold on. All that. The fuck that is because. You know, there's a lot of people who just hang out in the, like, the Austin yeah. City. Okay, his name is – well, his name on Twitter is Ryan Pyro. And his, his name yeah. – uh, his Twitter name is Pyronomics. But he's always saying – he's always attacking Kevin. Uh, let me see if I can get back to it. Because he doesn't I mean, tweet – Austin, like it's like the little blue dot in the middle of a red state. It's all full but, of like this. But it's so blue. It's so blue. I go down yeah. there and I'm like, I can't with this. Bohemian hipster. Okay, oh. it's all- 
all those comedians that you hate just like, oh, I'm depressed. I know. I can't. I can't do that. And, and I go down there. I just want a fucking coffee. Just a black coffee when I get up in the morning. And, and they got to they gotta big, make a big showcase about it. And they're charging 28 bucks. Or, and it's like this big flu flam thing. They're going to put your name on the cup. I don't need yeah. that. I don't, I don't need that. You know? And then I'm the asshole when I say I don't need it. You know? What? Like for, um, they're all super leftist, even though they all live off their, like, their parents' money. They're all like, it's fucking weird yeah it's the whole thing it, is isn't odd. austin uh still closed down right now i mean everything is shut down it's, out it's there got a pretty good amount of stuff kind of opening up i'm even doing a comedy show saturday like a drive-in show at a fucking oh. like party lot so it's weird so it's opening up a little bit all right hold on i just got to this uh from this ryan pyro i yeah, hate to, i hate pyro. to i hate to even give him the the spotlight at all you know no, but, but you're, you're showing it to MLC fans, cause, so they're only going to yes. talk shit. Yeah, so MLC fans, you know, because I got Steven on the show. He hasn't seen it, so I know there's plenty of you guys who haven't seen it who listen to the show. Uh, his name is Ryan Pyro on Twitter. It's R-Y-A-N, capital P-Y-R-O, at. Go check him out. Uh, so tell him a little bit uh, uh, how you feel, because this, well, this is what was going on last month at the beginning. Come on at Kevin Brennan 666. Where are you, tough guy? You've threatened me many times, and we need to get it straight. If you have the balls, probably send your wife to peel my face off like cartel. I spit on you, coward. I mean, this is crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know he said all Yeah, he tells me all the time. He's like, I'm, I'm an ex-Marine. I'm a, I'm a green Yeah, Marine. yeah. It's a big shit talker. He said, God, you were predictable. <laughs> Call fat, funny, make, make threat to fight at Dave Landau. Would have destroyed you. Oh, he said Dave Landau would have destroyed you, son. Ice grabbed oh, your mail yeah. order hoe yet. I mean, this is crazy. Like, he was uh, – he, so I know at one point he was saying, Kevin, read me in the parking lot or whatever. I'm trying to find that tweet. He was – begging kevin to meet him in the parking lot at cap city at cap city I haven't worked, yeah he's like i haven't worked texas in years what he's like and then and then uh pyro's like well i'll get on a plane i'll come up there tell me where you're working and kevin's just like what's what the so what is with this guy he wants now he wants to fight all the fans where are my bitch kb fans people give a shout for his broken hip That's what i'm in Austin. if he wants to fight me yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, at at, at Ryan Pyro, uh, Stephen Farmer here is a comedian in Austin, Texas. He will fight. I'll get a show this Saturday, 8 o'clock at uh, Starlight Inn. Um, I'm supposed to do comedy at like 8, so if you want to fight me before or after the show, let me know. Okay, you hear that, Pyro? That's Starlight Inn. Okay, comedy show going down there Saturday night. Stephen Farmer will be there, 8 o'clock. He says he'll fight you on, on, on behalf of MLC because you're just on here spitting your hate, bro. Has Kevin Brennan 666 fans not had enough of my attention? You keep chirping. Do you need a father figure to show you what an actual man is about? Like, I don't even know why I'm reading his tweets still. This guy's a fucking loser. Yeah, I'm the only one that responds to him, I think. And it's just always uh, – and then he tells me that uh, that he, he's a Navy SEAL beret or something like that. And it's just all, it just goes back and forth. It was pretty funny last time, though. I told him, the only green beret you are is when you were in the Girl Scouts. That's all I said. Yeah. He liked it, and he followed me after that. Yeah, I think yeah, we're yeah. friends now. Uh, yeah. No Navy SEAL brings up how they're a Navy SEAL. <laughs> I know. And no, like, I know. I know. They don't talk about it. They don't. <laughs> you know, there's no reason for them to. You know, why, why, why would they need to get clout from that? You know? So, so we can also accuse them of false valor. Yeah. 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 Hey, at, at Pyronomics, prove your valor, son. Otherwise, uh, Dominic, uh, Joe Exotic, you guys know what to do. Let's get to the bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Uh, man, no, I, I forget sometimes that you just go to the regular tweets and it just shows you a little bit, but you go to the tweets and replies and you see a lot going on with this guy. Wow. But who cares? He's a loser. So like I said, Hey, uh, Steven farmer, if he shows up and he's huge and it looks like he can kick your ass, call me. I'll bring down, I'll bring some goons down there. I'm about four hours away. I'll yeah, just bring a Alicia. Yeah. I'm okay. Couple- Six foot two, one ninety, and I did crop my golfer four years. So. Oh wow, yes, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. You're doing a lot better yeah. than me. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna do yeah. the crop my golf thing, but I, I just felt weird, you know, going into a do, uh, what do they call it, a dojo? You got to take off your shoes and, and do all this like, like, <laughs> like bowing and stuff. I don't know. I just got a weird vibe, so I turned around and walked out. They don't make us bow at all. It's just a lot of kicking in the balls when you first start. Oh, is, is that is that Taekwondo I'm thinking about then? The whole yeah. yeah, the whole like bow down to your teacher thing. I'm like, dude, I'm I'm fine. I'm good. You guys are no, gonna get, be able to get on Joe Rogan with all that uh, Taekwondo and uh, Jujitsu talk. I mean, look, dude, I can't, I can't even listen to Joe Rogan's show at this point. So I mean, oh, oh my god, listening to Joe Rogan like I couldn't handle it. It was just a lot of like, dude. A fucking bear can fuck you up. You I, I, it's like an animal I, planet for the first yeah. 45 minutes. Well, I, I just can't do it because first off, you got to get through the fucking ads. Wow, that's just a headache in itself. AdamandEve.com. Yes. All- on it. On it. Look. Uh, look. Yeah. Now, listen, listen to me. If you, guys, stuff. if you guys are hitting it hard at the gym this week, okay? On it.com. We'll, we'll, they'll be sending all, you protein. protein is on steroids. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. He's got steroid face. He's already bald. He looks already he is. <laughs> Are we taking on Rogies right now? Because, you know, it is self-proclaimed that uh, Dude, Ski Mask Collective will be bigger than Rogan eventually. Look, Rogan's so big that he can only go down. He can't – he's almost like how f- much further can I he know. go? I know. Exactly. But, I, yeah, I, this, where does he go from here? Have to start going down again, but – yeah, cause I, remember, like, I remember a few months back, somebody tried to take on Rogies because he said something and they, they released a hit piece and they quickly got fizzled out, just like the Howard thing will. For you people who think yeah. Howard's going down, Howard's not going anywhere. Well, it's just like Stone Cold Steve Austin beat his wife and went to jail, but he hasn't got hit by it yet. I know. So, he's got Now, every time he wants to do a new game show or any kind of show and yell at people, he gets one on, on cable TV. Yeah. So crazy. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah, Rogan's like, it's like he's always talking about this shit. I'm like, dude, you're on so much testosterone. But he brings it up. I think that he's on testosterone. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, I know he brings it up, but, like, I, I, I can't get through all that. Like, it's too much. Like you say, Stephen, you're right. You know, still, you know, talking about animals. Uh, it's too much man talk. Like, listen, I know I'm a guy, okay? Like, if I go out in the woods and shit, I'm going to dress appropriately and do my thing, whatever. I don't, I don't yeah. got to fucking talk about it the whole episode. Be funny, you know? Aren't you okay. a comic? You have your friends who aren't in the comedy scene. That's the podcast they listen to. They're all about Joe I know. Rogan. I have every one of my look, – look, let me tell you. I, Steven, you're so right about that because I talk to my friends like, oh, you, I heard you've been doing a show. I'm like, yeah, it's a comedy thing, whatever. Like, yeah, I, I listen to a lot of Rogan, man. It's, I'm just like, come on. I can't, I, can't oh, have I, a, I, can't, I can't have a conversation with somebody like that. It's, here's the, everybody's got their, like, their appeal. Joe Rogan's appeal pretty much is for all these guys who never had a real father figure and then – <laughs> So much of the industry is so much catered to so much like kind of soft, like don't offend liberal. So, so they like having like kind of a guy with a little bit of testosterone and most guys don't have a dad or a little brother. Yeah. So or, I mean, I, yeah, you know what, you know what too, this is, this, this, you're opening up my mind tonight. Okay. A lot of people, my age, OVO, you can attest to this are very, very insecure people because of the way they grew up. Like I was explaining earlier, 
the way that technology moves so fast. So a lot of these guys out here are so used to the phones. Let's face it, they're pussies, okay? So they, in the, it, when they're out doing their thing, they're listening to a guy like Rogan. It makes them feel manly. It makes them feel yeah. like that father figure they never had, right? Yeah, so many people are our age, like, listen to Rogan. It's so – like, and they have, like, no personality – personality either it's like right they're just like dense they don't listen to every episode either they're not yeah. fans they listen to episode oh there was a guy i liked on rogan it's like what well, do you like rogan or do you like who was on the show you know yeah but yeah exactly listen, exactly listen to all those episodes you know yeah yeah you're right yeah who, yeah exactly it's fucking crazy Anyways, I don't want to spend all night talking about Rogan. All right, <laughs> let's, uh, let's get to the big, I mean, not the biggest news story because we've already gotten to a lot of it. Fellas, I've gotten other opinions. There's been a lot of chatter going on. I got in a little trouble for it, or actually not trouble, but somebody canceled uh, their appearance on my show. So I'm going to go ahead and bring it up. What's going on with a compound? I mean, what do you guys think? What, do you, what, do you, what are some theories? Throw some theories out there. So Dave Landau uh, canceled on you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I knew who it was right away. I mean, I know you guys know, you know, you're yeah. going to name the names. He, it's not he canceled. It's not, I don't know if he officially canceled because of something that was said on the show. Because I've been talking, I've talked to Dave for a while. He's actually, a, he was my biggest inspiration for me to get sober. So I used to, I used to message him like, hey man, I'm three weeks into this. I'm thinking about drinking, you know, the whole shit, whenever you stop, whatever. He's always been very, very nice to me. I went and saw a show in Seattle, but at this point, if I were him and, and, and I had watched my latest episode, I'd be a little weary to do my show, too. So I said uh, he said he's doing a movie on the day that he was supposed to do the show. And then he said uh, then they're going on vacation the week after that. Of course, compounds going on vacation, people. And so uh, he said I was like, all right, you know, well, my one year sobriety is coming up at the end of July. Maybe I can have you on for that show. It'd be great. He's like, yeah, circle around back then. So I don't know. He's doing a movie. Are they making another Hobbit? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, no, no that's, yeah, I don't know. Here's the thing about the compound. They're, they're losing their steam. They lost it once Kevin left. It was done for them, you know? It's yeah. done. They, they, they fucked up, and now they don't know how to rectify it. I mean, they got Chrissy's show, and that was good for, like, you know, a few days, every time they had Barry on, but it's just, it's done, and now they don't want to face that fact, and they don't want to deal with any of Kevin's fans because Kevin – they mainly hate Kevin. They don't really mind the fans so much, but they, they don't like Kevin because he's a shit stirrer. I mean, I think Anthony is cool with Kevin, you know, but yeah, yeah, Anthony I do too. just goes with the motion. He barely runs that, that compound. That, anymore, yeah, so. I don't think Anthony has his hand in hardly anything that's going on with a compound anymore. There's no way it could because of Yeah, it's like E-Rock and, and uh, Keith the Cop. They're just like, they don't want to deal with any of that shit. So it's, and everyone else is kind of scared. Hey, Except for like Gino and Aaron, but you did know. You, did you guys see that tweet uh, Jim Stansel put out? Uh, E-Rock sent Jim Stansel that. a DM. Did you guys oh, see that? Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, that, that, was, that was weird. Yeah, Steven, do you follow Jim Stansel? Steven, are you still there? Yeah, no, I'm here. Oh, okay. You look frozen for a second. What's going on? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I didn't, I didn't hear about that. What did, he, what did he do? Okay, so Jim Stansel was just hanging out. Now, Jim, he's not a guy that sends, uh, you know, a lot of DMs to people for any reason. He, you know, he's, he's genuinely a funny guy. So he's hanging out, I think, at his house. And uh, let me find exactly what it said. And he receives a DM from, uh, from E-Rock. And it says, shit. I should have had this on, on, on record. I should have had it ready to go. There's been so much tweeting about it since. He, he, said, he told him, uh, go fuck yourself. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, just a, it was a message from E-Rock, and it just said, yeah. go fuck yourself. That's it. 
Oh wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got, a, I got this. I got a Chad Zumach at Comic Mike Figs. He said, "Go wait on some tables, server." Comic Mike Figs says uh, in quotation marks. See, Mike knows how to be funny. He's being funny right here. Here you go, sir. One well done steak for the faggot. Ph. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Oh man. The yeah, thing about Chad is he would still be waiting tables, um, but now Gladwell Ape is like his caregiver, so it's you know. You think that's what it is? I've been heard a lot from Gladwell since Chad got <laughs> on. So do you think that? Uh, do you think that Gladwell Ape is Chad? Because I don't see Gladwell Ape tweeting ever since Chad moved in. That's a good point. Uh, you know? No, was... I think I think it's a real person, Gladwell Ape. Uh, he's cool. I, I don't know what his uh, why he likes Chad, but uh, but no, he's a real guy. I think. Okay. Wait yeah. a second. There's another. There's another gate uh, breaking here. Uh, what do you guys think about the whole Jax thing? You know, coming out and she lives with her parents. She was bragging about how much money she made stripping, and then when people called her out about that, she was angry that people attested all of her skills to only stripping, and that she's not actually a funny comedian. She went after everybody, threatened the docs. Uh, you know, Joe Exotic, Kevin Brennan, all those people, and then subsequently blocked everybody. She had blocked me immediately because I think she knew I was going to get to the bottom of it. But did you guys see this piece? So you're saying this comedian that used to be a stripper may not be on the level? That's exactly what I'm saying. And I see this trend a lot. You know, these porn stars come out and all of a sudden they have a show because all you fucking horny fans support it because they, you know, you like watching them get fucked. And, you know, over time you realize, wow, this show's unlistenable. So that's exactly what happened. I'm not yeah. being an asshole here. I'm just seeing a trend. Show me one. Show me a porn star that's retired that's funny. The reason she got into porn is because she had zero skills, zero apathy for life. She was lazy, so she decided to get fucked on camera. And when she realized it wasn't substantial to make money off of it and she had to move back in her parents' house, she decided, hey, let me go on a stage and talk in front of people. And it normally doesn't go over very well because they don't practice. They think, you know, just because they got fucked that they can go on stage and be funny. Not the case. Well, a lot of people think like, hey, if I have a crazy life and talk about it on stage, it'll automatically be funny. It like, doesn't just... resonate unless you know how to be a good storyteller. Yeah. No, you know what's even more pathetic? What? Being a comedian and then going into porn. And what like a... 95% of the wo women comics are doing that right now. <laughs> oh, on OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if I – do, do we constitute that as porn? I was thinking about this last night, actually, because I was looking – if you guys – oh, yeah. You know, it's, it's just we're already in the subject – I found something last night that I don't know how to feel about it. But if you guys are on OnlyFans, go look up uh, someone called Masked Bunny. Masked, Masked Bunny? Bunny, yeah. I think that's yeah, the no, name of it. Huh? Is another masked person out there? Yeah, there's some broad on OnlyFans getting fucked in the same ski mask I have on. Oh, shit. Yeah, I was kind of upset about it. I was like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, it, it's a new account, so obviously somebody's seen my show. You know? Yeah, you yeah, they stole your idea. All right. But, you know, look, I know how to be funny. They just know how to get fucked. Whatever. You know, yeah. I'm breaking the news. Listen, I'll change my stance. I truly will. But I have yet, I've been a podcast fan for years, and I've yet to see a retired porn star with a show that lasts. Yeah, okay, one or two episodes would be funny, maybe one story. But the next time she tells that story, details may change, or she may not tell it with the same enthusiasm because she doesn't know how to be a storyteller. Part of being a storyteller, and Brian can attest to this, is if you tell a story a thousand times each time, you have the same have the same amount of enthusiasm. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Yeah, yeah, same thing with jokes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have jokes that I tell on stage that I fucking hate, but I know that work. You know, 
I hate I hate saying them because I don't I absolutely don't think they're funny anymore. But I know in front of a new crowd they're gonna think it's funny. In front of people I've never seen before, you know what I mean? Same thing. Dark those porn stars. You gotta keep exaggerating. Like, wait, last time you said it was five cocks in her ass. It was yeah, seven. yeah, yeah. It's so big. It's like you say that every video. It doesn't. It doesn't just keep getting larger. Oh my god. <laughs> If you're doing comedy and you have to also supplement your comedy with porn, like maybe just go get like a job working at like, you know, Dell computers or something. I don't know. Like, is it that bad to get a real job? Like, I right. want to. Well, I mean, that's why they got into porn in the first place, probably. That's why so many younger girls are doing it now than it used to. Used to, you know, it'd be like, whoa, this hot chick's doing it now. It's just like there's so many of them. They don't want to go out and, and face the real world. They've been cooped up in their parents' house their whole life. They got an iPhone when they were 12. You know, so by the time they're even 18, they know everything about the industry. They don't even need to tip, dip their toes in the water. They go straight to the anal. What's that? What's that one porn star's name? She calls herself the anal queen or some shit. She's my, she's like, you know, she was born in 98 and she's taking like three oh, cocks in the ass. I, she blocked me on Twitter. You know who I'm talking about though, yeah, right? Uh, Jane Wilde. <clears throat> Jane Wilde. Yeah. yeah. It's, she's insane. It's like, it's like, listen, you don't have to do that much. you like, you go watch one of her videos and it's like, whoa, that is, you're, you're doing a lot. That's yeah, kind of hurt. That, that can't Kevin. fucking feel good. You fit that in there. Like yeah. I, I was constipated and had to put an enema in my ass one time and that was hard to fit. I couldn't imagine three cocks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I can't imagine wanting to do that. And so, you know, maybe they think, they're going to be the next big thing doing that. No, listen, they'll watch your video one time and they'll be on to the next biggest. I mean, how much fucking crazier can it get? It's to the point. I don't even like watching porn anymore. Like I, like I used to, when I was, I think I quit in like 2015. I like, I'll, I'll watch it for comedic purposes now, but it's is that just, part of over. Huh? Is that part of getting sober? You had to quit porn too? No, 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 no. I got sober on my own choice. No, I quit doing, I just quit doing porn in general because it just, it, it got too weird. It got every time you'd go on the websites, it's all this fucking, the incest shit. And so it's like, you know, one day I took, one time I took a bunch of Adderall, like one day I took a bunch of Adderall and I was sitting there thinking about it. I'm like, who's really behind this agenda? Who's like every, no matter what you get on a new device, you go to the porn sites, it's all incest. Who's pushing that that hard? Why is every story I hear about Adderall a guy staring at his screen watching like hours of porn? Because that's exactly what happens if you're not used to the drug and you take a bunch of it. You're like, wow, I want to get down to the bottom of why yeah, I so like this. I used to hear, I used to think drugs were like these fun party things, but every time I hear about Adderall, it's just a dude in his room. You know what? That's a very good point because I used to think the same thing. I've never had fun on drugs being at a party. I've always liked doing drugs alone. Yeah. Even with drinking, that's why I quit because at first it started as a party thing, but eventually came to, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to be around people. I just wanted to get fucking trashed in my kitchen. Like they're the worst folks. You can't even fuck with them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, go to, I go to parties now sober and I have way more fun than I used to. Way more fun. You're just on Adderall and you're like jacking off to like uh, Jane Wilde porn or just like I'd the, see, craziest, see, that's, the, that, the craziest porn for 12 hours and it's just like death grips is going on in your brain the whole entire <laughs> time. It's fucking like your brain is like obviously unraveling. That's, yeah. that's not, I don't yeah. know. I don't think I could jack because I look, I look at porn now and I'm just like, it is, it's too fucking much. They took something that could have been simple and, and, and fine and now you got to work your way around it just to get something that way. It's too much work. It's kind of like dealing with women these days. It's too much fucking work. <laughs> I got to cook that, the meals every night. Horrible. I got to do the meals. You know? Anyways, Man. boys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry I went on a rant. <laughs> oh, shit.
What's that, Steven? Your, dude, your mic keeps cutting out, man. You might have to get a laptop next time you come on. Yeah, I got a laptop right here. I just uh, oh, you are you okay? Pull it out. All Sometimes, right. do you have a Ryzen? No, it's a it's a Sprint. Oh, okay. Because I got Verizon, and the whole weekend on the island, my service kept cutting out, and I was getting mad. Because, like I said, I was trying to film that dude on the beach with a bench press, and my shit wouldn't work. Yeah, that would have been amazing. I, I couldn't imagine a guy bringing out a bench. It was, it was, it was incredible. It was incredible. Like, so that's what I don't understand about all these comics. I already know what it's going to be like, you know, and I'm, not, I'm trying not to trash. I, mean, I really am. But, you know, Saturday, I'm going back up on stage for the first time in like three months. And I'll probably go up last because no one here in town works. But I just know. I know that the, the first two or three guys, it's going to be all coronavirus jokes. And I don't, I don't understand it. I really don't. All you have to do is not do a coronavirus joke and then you stand out. I have, yeah. I have one coronavirus joke. And it's not even a coronavirus thing. It's about social distancing. You know, and it fits with what the theme I'm going along with. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck. Like, these guys are out here spewing off jokes that they probably got from Twitter. <laughs> How many comedians are there in Tyler? Are there like eight of them? Isn't there's, that why you? No, have there's not even that many. Like, uh, you know, people that I don't even they don't even call themselves comics. They just happen to be there, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I'll go up." <laughs> I'm just like, "Fucking hurry up, so I can practice by 15 in front of this old couple and see if they laugh or not." Yeah, yeah. that's how comedians started in the 80s. Like, there wasn't you didn't even have to do an open mic. They were so desperate for comedians. Like, you just wanted to do comedy. You're hired. You're the feature. Yeah, no, I just I go in. This is this is what's gonna happen Saturday. Like, they're all gonna do their shows or whatever. I'm going to go up. I'm going to do my 15 that I've been working on for two months. And then I'm going to go into the back of the club while the, the host comes up and does the same jokes he's been doing for eight months. And I'm going to change into my ski mask and my other stuff. And I'm going to come out as a ski mask host with a completely different attitude and roast the shit out of the guy before him, which was me, you know, and, and a lot of people, it's just, it's fucked up. But that's, that's where the original ski mask idea came from. I was at the comedy club and nobody else showed up, but we had a crowd. You know, a bunch of drunk people. So I did my show and I was like, you know what? I got this pink ski mask in my truck. I went and grabbed it, put it on, went up and, and completely roasted the shit out of the comic before him, which was myself. Fuck. Hey, ski mask. What's up, Bo? Isn't, uh, isn't uh, Patrick Mahomes from Tyler, Texas? You know what? I went to the same high school as him. He's from White House. I, went to, I graduated White House High School in uh, 13 and he graduated a year after me in 14. So oh, I grew, I, yeah, I, I partied with Patrick Mahomes a lot. Did you party with him? Oh, maybe. Yeah, but no, no, no. He get him on the podcast. No, he's boring at parties. He's not a fun. <laughs> he, he's, you know, obviously, <laughs> I like mean, it, yeah. yeah, all he does is sports. Of course, he's boring. Now, his girlfriend I graduated high school with, Brittany, I don't know. She's like, I've never been attracted to her. Like, growing up around her and shit, she's always loud. All that stuff. Oh, like, I'm she's gonna so trash annoying, too bad, dude. She is so annoying. All, the, all those videos you see of her being drunk in the stands. That was her throughout the entire high school career. Wow. All the time. Interrupting the teacher with that same tone of voice. So, yeah. I actually am really, really mad that the Chiefs won this year. That was probably the worst thing that happened in 2020, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I was going Such for... an annoying team. <laughs> well, who, wait, hold on a second. Who did they play in the Super Bowl? Oh, I, oh the 49ers. They played the San Francisco. Yeah, so it's been a crazy yeah. year. Now, I was pulling for the Titans because the quarterback for the Titans, uh, Ryan, T I, was just, I, w I wanted to see the look on people's faces when he got out of Miami and was able to win a Super Bowl with the Titans like that. I would have been like, fuck Oh, yeah, it. the coach said he was going to cut off his balls, huh? I don't know. Did that happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said – I think he said, I'll cut off my balls if we win the Super Bowl. <laughs> then they lost the next game. It was uh... – Why? Okay, so uh, you hear about all these throwing games for money and shit. Why do these motherfuckers in Vegas not throw the game for the simple fact that everybody wanted to see this man cut his balls off? 
I know. I, that's what everyone was saying, but it didn't happen. I forgot who they lost to, but I, I just, I was following it kind of, you know, really yeah. closely this year, you know, and, until everything hit. And yeah, that's, uh, that was one of, one of the things I remembered besides uh, the, the Chiefs. So if you're from, if you're from Tyler, Texas, do you know the guy who owns the gym I work at is from Tyler, Texas, you know, Brady Parker, Brady Parker. It sounds familiar. How old is he? Uh, it's he probably graduated in 2008. Uh, yeah, let me look him up on uh, this thing here and see if he's got this any mutual friends. The, the, 2008. Hey, <laughs> oh, here he is. Yeah, he was the first person on my list. Oh, he's from, yeah, he's from White House. Okay. Uh, damn, he hasn't posted in a long time. No, he's not a social media guy. Yeah. No, no. He's friends with a bunch of my sister's friends and because my sister's about his age too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what what Jim and everything. All right. Cool. Damn. So many great people come from Texas. No one comes from fucking Albuquerque. Like no one. Like it's just no. all, all we're known for is Breaking Bad, and that's it. And you're also from the Simpsons, where they would talk shit about Albuquerque. Yeah. 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 And, uh, and the Looney Tunes. That's about it. Looney yeah. Tunes. Yeah. How about oh that? Oh my place? god. So embarrassing. Just got a desert with a city in it, and I was like, oh, I yeah, I'd love yeah. to go there. The only time I went to uh, New Mexico was when I went, I went skiing up in Red River back in 2012. And uh, that was just, that was such a fiasco. I had the worst day ever. It was horrible. I talked about it a little bit on the last podcast, but I didn't get into it. You know, I don't know if we should. How long have we been going? Like an hour? I don't even know. My friend is always going up to Red River, though. Maybe so. For like an hour and a half. We started at eight, didn't we? Shit. We, we should wrap this one up. I'd love to have you back, Stephen. You, you, you're a great guest. OVO, you finally yeah. showing your face. The fans will love it. The fans have been asking about you. You've been awfully quiet on the Twitter lately. And just like Artie Klein. Artie Klein's been quiet. Artie, I, I meant to say I appreciate you giving uh, Travis a shout-out for that zinger today. I wasn't sure if anybody heard that. Not a lot of people watching the last episode. I get it. I get it. We didn't have any guests. I get it. You know? <laughs> I get it. You know? You don't want to just sit and watch the ski mask talking shit on a beach. Why would you want to do that? That's like the original stuff I used to do and that didn't get any views. I don't know what I was thinking. It was pretty good. That nah, was good. I, I put a lot of work into it. I liked it. You'll get the mute. You'll get. At least have you and me on it. So, well, you'll, that'll be up to two comedians. I could bring a few more with me, also. Yeah, that'll be fun. Awesome. Uh, now you're doing a show Saturday at the the, the Starlight, right? Starlight Inn. It's a drive-in show. Uh, I got a really funny guy. Uh, he's been on live at uh, Gotham on Access TV. Dan Crow. He's a really funny comedian. I do a lot of shows with him. He'll be on it also. So, nice. if you're nice. in Austin on out to it if not whatever i'll see you in another show all right um if you want to watch it i made it was like the first thing i made i taught myself how to make a movie it's published on amazon prime it's called metal gamer there's a lot of offensive stuff in it so maybe oh, yeah. somebody i was looking you up earlier and i was trying to figure out what that was i didn't click on it because i was i was crunched on time like, yeah go check that out Mel gamer so you say it's a lot of offensive shit and it's funny like yeah. the, the fans of mlc would like it guitarist is a massage therapist and finds himself deep in the world of competitive fighting games i like it i like Hell it yeah I think, yeah I, I don't know why i've always liked massage therapist jokes because i used to go to a spa too <laughs> yeah. jeffrey epstein no not those spas these girls were <laughs> of age. yeah not that craziness going on all right anything else you guys want to say before we wrap this episode up? what is this now 23 or 22 out this is 23 right yeah Glad you guys checked in. Uh, I got Tony Mazzuro coming up uh, Thursday. Created. What's that, Stephen? 
constant content constantly being created right constant constant content constantly being released i mean that's what we're about here and uh for the fans messaging me that it's a pain in the what is it starting to become a pain in the ass releasing constant content no dude i was on my way to galveston five hours from here i stopped in houston do a show with kevin released it uh tried to do a lot more filming on the beach uh this weekend but things got haywire i got really sunburned it sucked and uh you know how things go my brother got kicked out of a few bars it, crazy but yeah all right what yeah you got a really good motto but you're cursed by it now you have to live up to it so no i know i i don't mind i i really don't because what i love to do uh you know this is what ski mask collective is about so keep spreading the word uh uh, and was, one of the fans reached out to me and told me to put my PayPal in my bio and they donated some money. So if you're into that, do it. If not, that's cool too. I don't give a fuck, but uh, I plan on getting up to New York at the end of the year to get in-person interviews with those guys. So Steven, I'll have you back on soon, man. You're a great guest. OVO, great to hear from you. Hell yeah. And uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, if you're if you're listening to this and Tyler, if you're still one of my friends that still listen to the show, I'll be at Rando's Comedy Store Saturday, uh, 9 p.m. You know, I'll be there going through, I don't even know, I don't even know how, I, can say, I don't even know what I'm going to say about this. I don't know how to plug me. Just fucking come out. Come out and see Ski Mask. Yeah, plus there's some other guy named Kevin there too. All right, yeah. uh, uh, I'll talk to you guys soon, man. I appreciate it. Hell yeah. Yeah, nice thanks for having us on. Steve.